Today's program was brought to you by Blueprint, the original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet. For more information, visit Blueprint.com. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit HeritageRadioNetwork.org for thousands more. Episode 79 of The Morning After on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. I am Jesse Kiefer. I am your faithful co-captain, Jen Tullick, on this lovely summer day. We are missing one of our fellow homies, morning after people who, who does the ones and twos for us. He does the ones and twos. Joe, we miss you, man. Our, our beloved engineer and really the brain of the operation is out with a, a bad case of food poisoning. So he's uh, he's throwing up he's throwing up yeah i mean have some pedialyte joe um maybe a little ginger ale later maybe some miso soup uh applesauce i don't know any of that but but we have dedrick here dedrick thank you dedrick come, come on come on let's hear you dedrick say, say where give are a shout you out. I got no mic in here, so. oh okay oh dedrick no the odds are against him today <laughs> they took away his mic they're taking away all of his freedoms <laughs> it's okay uh, and happier news, Jesse and I are super pumped because there is a big time party going on this afternoon. You want to tell me about that, Miss Kiefer? Yeah, it's a, a Heritage Radio Network Hawaiian barbecue. There is an, there is an art auction, a hog roast um, barbecue from Delaney Barbecue, Heritage Foods USA, Untitled, Maysville. There's so much food going on. And I heard that it's sold out which is awesome uh, yeah. and, and super excited. Um, obviously, that is going to support shows like ours so that we can keep talking to you on the air. Which we want to do so badly. It's almost the end of the summer. Can you believe how time flies? Yes, because you just turned 30, and this is my second to last show All before right, you I'm 30. one more time that you're allowed to mention that? <laughs> and then there's going to be a consequence. No, I have a tally running in my head. I have a tiny Rolodex of all of your sins. Okay. And I'm flipping through it right now. You get one more chance to mention that I'm 30. Yeah. The the show before my 30th birthday is the next time I get to say it. Yeah. And that's it. So you notice I didn't say anything yet. Until I turn 30 again next year. <laughs> I actually said that to someone. I was like, I don't really know what I'm going to do for my 30th birthday. I wish I had more time to plan for it. I wish I could just turn 30 again. Well. It just doesn't work that way. Well, not yet. I plan on Groundhog Daying my, my 30th birthday. Just always turning 30 and I will just have as many chemical peels as it takes <laughs> to maintain that facade. You can do it. Just like the dame. Just like the dame. Speaking of the dame. She's going to be here today. She is going to be here today. I talked to her earlier. Um, she was actually, uh, she was in Umbria for the weekend. She's so cute. She's always taking these trips. She's like, oh, I'm tired. And then there she is jet setting. Um, and she was actually on Richard Simmons' private jet this time. And I said, how did that come to be? And she said, I'm not at liberty to say. And then she did a pretty crude motion with her hand and mouth. So it seems as though she is in some sort of sensual erotic cahoots with Mr. Simmons. Well, we'll uh, investigate that and get to the bottom of that. Something that we actually did get to the bottom of was uh, uh, the restaurant Uncle Boone's. We sure did. We uh, visited them on an early morning. Uh, they actually have been working so hard that they can't leave the restaurant yet um, because it is still kind of a new baby. I believe they opened in April um, and things have been going well. So uh, you'll hear our interview with Ann Redding and Matt Danzer of Uncle Boone's. Later in the show, we're going to hear 
our special What's on the Menu at Chardonnay's, where we explore... What are we exploring on Chardonnay's? Oh, so many things. As always, we like to highlight bad food and wine trends of days gone by. And today, in the honor of summer coming to a slow glacial close, uh, we're going to feature a special office party end of summer Chardonnay's. So we're going to talk about snack foods. We're going to talk about punch. It's going to be great. But first, let's go to the front of house. It's your favorite story. It's front of house. It's a front of house. It certainly is my favorite story. So this week, as we mentioned, the dame is with us, so I'd like to call her in now. Dame? Terrible jobs are meant to be quit. Often one dreams of a dramatic scene involving the throwing of objects, the perfect slew of insults and retribution, and the feeling of total victory over said shitty job. But most of the time, we just chug along with the pain that we are too human to just lose it and go all Jerry Maguire on our oppressions. I was working in a Mediterranean diner. It was open from 9 a.m. to 4 a.m. The food was good, the money was decent, but the management was mind-bogglingly horrendous, sexist, nepotistic, rude, and completely stupid. Surprisingly, I had been there for a year. Not surprisingly, I had had several arguments with these tools, which ended with me in the bathroom, crying and screaming at the top of my lungs into my apron. I was being sexually harassed by the chef, and when I mentioned it to one of my managers, they asked me who I thought I was making up lies about. Ah, chef! Ah, chef who had been with the company for years. They would berate me in front of guests when I would follow the restaurant policies. They would sit on their ass and eat lunch with the server they were sleeping with while I was expected to wait on them, even when that server was in the tip pool with me. I was at my wit's end the morning I had to open the restaurant for brunch. Any server knows that brunch is a four-letter word that can bring down even the strongest will, and I know one more tyrannical incident would send me off the rails. We were served breakfast before our shift, and I asked if I could serve egg whites for my scramble. The line cook had no problem with that, and as I continued to set up the restaurant, my GM arrived. He walked directly to the kitchen window with his long ponytail flowing in his wake, and screamed, 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 Who ordered egg whites? Who? Rolling my eyes and clenching my teeth and my fists, I was ready for the fight. I had confidently said, I did. He got on my face and he began to scold me as expected. He said, egg whites cost an extra dollar. You know that, are you stupid? I stared at him blankly, took off my apron, reached into my pocket for some change from my iced coffee, and I slammed it on the bar. It was about 35 pence. This should cover your fucking egg whites, I ground. So much adrenaline was racing through me as I turned and walked to the door. I looked at my co-worker who was cowering in the corner, hoping she would leave with me, but she didn't. Alone, I stepped out onto Second Avenue as my boss kept yelling, Are you serious? Are you serious? And I seriously felt like I was floating. Sometimes you owe it to yourself to lose it and be a little less human. Nay, a little less animal. And with that, I thank you. I thank you. 
she's um, she always delivers. You know, she gets a little bit impassioned, uh, a little bit um, out of out of breath. Sometimes I worry for her health because she becomes so involved in these readings. She she really seems invigorated mm-hmm. after uh, after her trip with Richard. So uh, hopefully we'll be able to speak with her about that and, and you know, and give you the, the 411. Let's see. We're going to take a break here on the morning after. We're going to come back with our interview at Uncle Boone's. Blueprint is the original juice cleanse program to offer different levels of intensity depending on your needs and current diet. Designed to purify and detoxify, Blueprint Cleanse is made from the freshest 100% raw and USDA certified organic ingredients, cold pressed to retain nutrients and flavor. Blueprint also offers a line of organic juices, cold pressed and raw, in a variety of fruit and vegetable combinations and available in individual bottles. Blueprint Cleanse is available at Whole Foods Market and many other retailers across the U.S. To learn more about their line of organic cleanses, juices, and other products, visit them today at Blueprint.com or call them at 866-774-6831. That's 866-774-6831. Work hard, play hard. Cleanse, repeat. morning after on Heritage Radio Network. I just heard Matt Dancer of Uncle Boone's Yawn. It really is the morning after. Um, we're also here with, with Ann Redding, um, chefs, co-owners of Uncle Boone's. Uh, who, who is Uncle Boone? Uncle Boone is my uncle in Thailand. Boone is short for a very long Thai name, but the restaurant is inspired by the whole family in Thailand. And the whole, the whole restaurant, we're actually lucky enough to be sitting in the space on location, and it's basically covered in in not artifacts is the wrong word but family heirlooms and photos yeah. i've heard tchotchke a lot but i like to think it's a little classier than that <laughs> might be slightly accurate selective ch- tchotchkes curated tchotchkes <laughs> yeah. i was gonna say i feel like yeah. you could you know like do like sunday night gallery nights yes why not cheese just take the tables out of people walk through i mean it's an astounding amount of of art it's awesome What's your uh, what's your favorite piece in here? Um, I think that I'm gonna say it, and then someone's gonna steal it. Um, <laughs> it's gonna be that carved silver piece right there. It's been in my family since I was little. We used to play with it all the time. So it's like a big framed um, silver of what looks kind of like a, a dragon with warriors and carriages, kind of yeah. hiking across Thailand. I'm assuming. It's yeah. interactive? Yes, it is. That's why. How fun. did... Okay, I have an important question. How did you never lose any of the pieces? If I had My access to that as a child, I would be careful. We would take out the little swords. We would put them back in. The reason you can't take them out now is my mom super glued them. Ah, <laughs> so, smart woman. Yeah. And also the response is, you want to die young? Yes. <laughs> Matt's heard that several times. That, that's what her mother will say. If you do touch it. that. That is the fear of God right <laughs> yeah. there. 
So how did you, I mean, how did you select all the items? Because obviously the yeah, design in here. We were, down, we were down in Maryland at Anne's mom's house and we were like going through stuff and she's like, okay, you can put this in the restaurant, like selecting these pieces that she was pulling out from like, you know, her closet and stuff. And she like, she took that one out and she's like, okay, but I don't know. Okay. But I, like, yeah. it was like, went back and forth. I'm like, all right, you decide. So yeah, no, we were fortunate to get that piece. So you two, correct me if I'm wrong, met at Per Se, correct? Yes. Right. And uh, I guess, I mean, obviously a lot of time has passed and then you open Uncle Boone's. I guess <coughs> fill me in on those, those missing years and, and tell me how you kind of got to this place. Um, well, we cooked in a bunch of restaurants here in the city. Uh, about six years ago, we thought it would be a good idea to move out of the city to the country and we went to Shelter Island and opened a little kind of mom and pop general store, served coffee, um, groceries, we had a butcher section, a meat section, and we had this whole idea that we were going to do this like fancy little cafe, but um, <laughs> as... Oh, originally, originally we were looking at doing a restaurant right. on the North Fork and then we came upon this opportunity for this place on Shelter Island. I kind of knew the, the landlords there, and it just kind of fell into our laps. And, uh, yeah, I mean, it seemed like a really good uh, first business because it was already kind of a, a successful space, and it had been a market for the past, like, 40 years. So it was just kind of we came in, renovated, and did our version of that same thing that was already existing. Um, but we had a, a very different vision than what it actually turned out being you Which know is, in order yeah. to be a successful business it had it was had to be certain things that um you know customers kind of wanted which is an excellent lesson for business because we had these fine dining kind of ideas to do and you go somewhere and people are like i don't want that and you you do what it takes to make the business work and right. i mean it was a it was a really good lesson we learned a huge amount but so how long after that before you guys were like, all right, on to the next one? Well, that was always the plan, to open a restaurant eventually back in the city. And this was, it was kind of a stepping stone for us. We figured, put our heads down, worked really hard for several years, put some money away, and then we would be able to open our restaurant. So that's what we did. And here we are. <laughs> so you opened in May. What uh, has been the, the response? Um, I, I, it's hard to tell. We've both been kind of in the kitchen but I think what's most surprising, and pleasantly so, so far has been just how supportive the industry is in New York. And it's not that I wasn't expecting it, I just didn't know what to expect, and it's been incredible how many industry people have come through and how supportive they've been, and just, you know, if you need anything, and just really coming in and supporting us and having dinner, which is really awesome. Where do you feel um, Uncle Boone's kind of fits on the Thai food traditionality scale? Um, I don't know. Um, on a scale of 1 to 10, maybe 9.37. <laughs> you know, we really keep most of the flavors, and the dishes are all super traditional. It's things I've grown up with. My family in Thailand um, all started off as street vendors, and my mom was all growing up. So it's just food I've grown up with. You know, we might tweak a few things in there, here and there, and like switch out the pork for sweetbreads, but the rest of the dish will be exactly as it is. You know, 
Thailand's a melting pot as well, and there's a lot of adaptation that goes on all the time. So I think it's, it's pretty traditional in terms of flavor profile. Yeah, I mean, the more we research, the more we realize that it's like, it's just like American cuisine, where it's like, you go down south, how many different barbecue recipes can you find? You know what I mean? And people are like, oh, well, this is an authentic thing. I'm like, well, it depends on where you are. Thailand's a huge place. You know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? There's like a thousand different non pricks. <laughs> you know, it's like, who's to say that this is or this this isn't, you know? So it, it, the nice part is we don't really focus on any specific, like, region. So we kind of take a little bit from, you know, the south, a little bit from the north. And right. Like my family like is from Nakansawan, which is, you know, more central. And up north, I was born in Ubon, which is northeast near the Lao border. So it's just kind of, you know, it's just food that we like. It's not trying, we're not taking it so seriously, really. You still got two stars from the New York Times. Yeah, we're really, we're really excited about that. That was, we're really proud of that. A lot of the, the team here worked really hard. So I'm really proud, you know, the front of the house, the back of the house, everyone was awesome and really stood by us and, you know, just coming from, it was tough in the beginning, just kind of like trying to get people to come in and be behind it because no one, you know, we'll try to knew get who we are. Vision and, too. Yeah, and you hear Thai restaurant people like, uh, I don't want to <laughs> work there, you know. So then I started advertising on Craigslist and at first it was just like, cool, trendy neighborhood restaurant. And I wouldn't tell them it was Thai until they got in. Just try to slip it by in passing, you know. Lures them in. Yeah. They're like, oh, Italian. You're like, no, Thai. No, Italian, okay. Yeah. Sure, like, yeah. Thailand. No imagination. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, we've had an incredible team that's really, like, stuck by us, you know, when we were dead our first month and just, you know, stuck with us and really brought us to where we are, which is really exciting. Uh, Heritage uh, has been doing this this piece about hipster dining or the word hipster and and has have you know people of this generation made food kind of like the, the cool thing it is right now and I think there's a huge trend of this like hipster kind of Asian mm-hmm. cuisine whatever that means um, I'm not, still necess- not sure what that means <laughs> I'm still trying to figure that out because we get that label every once in a while and I'm still not sure what makes it hipster really so i think it's the departure from asian fusion and it's not necessarily i mean you obviously are of thai but matt you're not so it's 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 people who have been influenced by you know these asian cultures and come to to open something in new york city and you know maybe put their own spin on it i think also it's about and and walking in here immediately i felt it's it's very comfortable and it's a departure from the norm. I mean, I feel like there's a design through line when I think about Thai restaurants. There, I can pretty much assume a handful of things as to what it's going to look and feel like, and this doesn't feel like that. But it still feels incredibly cozy. And I think that's part of it, too. You know, we talk about Mission Chinese and, and places like that. I feel like it's as much about design and aesthetic and, and comfortability as it is the food, which is why it's exciting. I've read on your your menu about this slush beer, and I've I've only ever done that by accident. <laughs> tell, tell me about tell me about you know uh, the concept of that. That is something that you'll get anywhere you go in Thailand at one of the night markets, one of the day markets. Um, if you walk around, you'll see these barrels, and we actually have one behind the bar, and it's just basically a motorized barrel that just moves back and forth. You put ice and salt in it, 
couple of bottles of beer and it slushes it to a... It's a frozen beer. It's yeah. A, yeah, it's like a beer slurpee, slurpee. basically. <laughs> but yeah, so in Thailand, you, you'll stick a straw in it and drink it. It's just keeps your beer cold because it's so hot. You see it at all the outdoor markets and stuff like that, the fairs. Yeah. So we kept going up to people. I'm like, I want to buy this. And they're like, okay, here, how many? And they just would keep opening beers. I'm like, no, 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 no. I want to buy this, the whole thing. And they're like, okay. And they're just open beers. And like, I'm walking around with all these like slushies. Like, <laughs> yeah. I think I just bought six beers. <laughs> we don't like to let him out by himself in Thailand. <laughs> like, things happen. No, we had her aunt had to hunt down, like, you know, where to find it and it was it was not an easy task. No, it wasn't. How much traveling did you did you do in Thailand? Quite a bit. I mean, yeah. her whole family is food obsessed, so which is like amazing for us. The first time we went was before well, it was before we decided to do this project. So, first time I went, um, obviously I went with Anne. It was just kind of like information overload. It was just like so much new stuff and so much new ingredients and products and everything. It was just like he went into insane. Shock. <laughs> I mean, we both gained, I think, 15 pounds. We were there over yeah. a month. We were there like 35 days or something. And uh, that was our, you know, uh, winter season. We were doing the seasonal business out east. So in the wintertime, we were able to travel there, which is great. But I didn't want to come home <laughs> after that, you know. It was like, so her family would just put us in a car and be like, okay, we're going to go have lunch. And then we'd drive like four hours. And stop, like, at all these places on the side of the road, grab kilos of fruit, a snack here, a drink there, you know, and then all of a sudden, like, before you know it, we, like, had six lunches and four dinners and, you know, traveled, you know, (laughs) 600 miles. You're like, how the fuck? It's like, it was just insane. But then we we kind of, we would stay in Bangkok and then take, like, a three-day trip here, a two-day trip there, and... Yeah. It was fun. My aunts all live... um, my three aunts there live all around the corner from each other, so they have three houses. So it's fun. You just go from house to house. And my one aunt has a full-on karaoke room, which is about the size of the front room of the restaurant. So basically, they, there's a stage. So it's six sisters, my mom and her five sisters. So they, and Uncle Boone, who is, they say he's the Frank Sinatra of the Thailand. Uncle Croon. Yes, exactly. Maybe <laughs> that one for free. <laughs> So they we do have a video. We do, we do have a video yeah. of like the sisters singing. Yeah. What do they like to sing? It's pretty amazing. You know, mostly Thai music, but there are they don't really speak English, but they know the words to a few Beatles song. Of course. Carpenter. And the Carpenters. So <laughs> they'll they'll bust that out, and it's basically a table full of food and whiskey. Me and Uncle and Boone soda. drinking whiskey. <laughs> it's usually how it starts sing. out. Yeah. <laughs> I, this is the kind of party I want to go to. Yeah. But it goes on for days. Great. It will go on for days. Like, they'll, like, fall asleep, lay While down. While singing, like, like, wrapped in a blanket, like, rocking back and forth, like a mental hospital material here, like, <laughs> singing, and, like, kind of like, I have a video of that, like, yeah. passing out, like, rocking, I'm like, why and are you doing Mayai, this to Mayai yourself? Will sing. <laughs> My grandma. Her grandmother, Mayai, is, is, is big mama, so everyone calls her Mayai, so she kind of, like, just wanders from house to house, like, all three of the aunt's houses, aunt's and uncle's houses. And, like, she refuses to, like, keep her money in a, in a bank. So, like, all the kids give her money, you know, like, just for spending money and stuff like that. So she'll stash money in different rooms and then move all the furniture to, like, stash it. And then she'll forget where she stashed it. And, I like, I saw her taking apart her room. Like, what's going on? And they're, like, laughing at her. They're, like, they're, like she lost her money again, you know? Yeah, grandma's. 
and she it's slid hysterical, off sandwich. It's hysterical, though. It is hysterical. We went out one night, and she swore that we were kidnapped by a taxi driver with, with dark sunglasses. So she was walking up and down the street with a machete, looking for the guy. Yeah. I mean, this is like, my you can't mom, make this shit up. It's like... <laughs> my mom called me and said, you have to come home. She's like, may I is wandering the streets with a machete looking for you. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Thailand's very far away from New York City. Where are you sourcing um, your more traditional ingredients? Um, I think we're, we're lucky being in New York. There's, a, you know, obviously a huge Asian community, Chinese, Thai, you know. Um, there's, we really haven't had any issues. There's, there's some, there's certain ingredients that we can't get. Um, word on the street is they're being grown in Florida. My mom is a part of the Buddhist temple in DC and, you know, they, they have a wide net and there's a lot of vegetables that you can get from Florida. Um, my aunt in Richmond, Virginia has turned her backyard into basically a Thai garden. So we are going to start getting some things from her. She grows pea eggplants, and she sells them at all the Buddhist temples in Virginia and Maryland. So, you know, we have our sources. And, uh, yeah, we got, well, we got those three kefir lime uh, trees. Oh, we, have three, <laughs> we have three kefir lime trees in our apartment right now. So when we, whenever one of the guys puts on the list kefir leaves met, you know, at the apartment, he's like, He's foraging. Yeah, they, they, make, they make fun of like, Could you forage me some kefir lime for tomorrow? I'm like, I got you, bro. Yeah, sure. <laughs> my safari hat. I got you. And it's down, we live down in Chinatown, too, so technically it's local as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. local you forage. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, it's been great talking with you guys. Thank you so much, uh, Uncle Boons. Hopefully, well, hopefully we'll have you in studio sometime soon. It was really delightful to meet Anna and Matt. Yeah, they were fantastic people. And it's always great when you see a couple um, that are in business together in the food industry. I think, you know, this is obviously a passion project for them because of Anne's background, but also because they love each other very much. And that was apparent, which is a cool thing to see. I mean, they're like constantly laughing with each other. And I'm sure they've told that story about going to Thailand hundreds of times, but but absolutely it was it sounded fresh. So we need to go and you all need to go. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, address is 7 Spring Street. And uh, the website is uncleboons.com. We're going to take a break here on the morning after. We're going to come back with what's on the menu at Chardonnay's. She's dancing by herself in a mother's summer dress. Oh, kid, she doesn't need your help. She studied art in Spain. Tall boys across her brain. It's all boys, men they'll do anything. They sat her in the shade, threw her a parade. All lined up, marching back and forth all day. She's boy crazy. She's boy crazy. Oh, she's boy. And we're back here on the morning after. As Jen mentioned earlier, it is getting towards the end of summer. And, um, you know, you always want to figure out how to have an office party, whether it's for Christmas, for New Year's, for Thanksgiving, for Veterans Day, for um, any other Hallmark holiday. You just want an excuse to be able to eat and drink any food or beverage for free on a company card. Well, and then to finally let loose with with your coworkers, which always ends up into some sort of 
Sure, because people you despise seeing every situation. day, the only option once you get drunk with them is to actually tell them how you feel or to have sex with them in a closet. <laughs> Always a good story after a company party. So we kept this in mind this week when thinking about what is on the menu at Chardonnay's. Heritage Radio would like to invite you to uh, an office party that we recently attended. It was for a small marketing uh, company. And uh, here we go. We're going to take a blast into the past. Hi, everybody. And thank you. Uh, thank you for... Judy, can we turn on the radio, please? Jesus fucking Christ. Thank you. Uh, welcome, everyone, to the annual Insightful Solutions staff end of summer party. It's great to see you all again, just like I do every other inane day of my flaccid, meaningless life. Chartreuse from HR has done us the honor of baking gluten-free cupcakes with our company's logo on them. Truly a wasted talent, Chartreuse. Thank you. As many of you already know, due to an email that was accidentally CC'd to the entire staff, Stephen has taken a mandatory leave of absence after the fecal incident in the copy room. A bowl of flaming hot Cheetos has been placed out in his memory. Now, before we get the party rocking, I would like to zip through a few quick orders of business. Don't kill the messenger here. This is from the guys upstairs. Uh, number one, Casual Fridays has been indefinitely revoked due to the recent violation of the no mesh tops policy. No, I'm not. I'm not pointing fingers, Christopher. Settle down. It could have been any of us. Just sit down. Um, secondly, let's see here. The third floor vending machines will no longer be carrying Chobani after an inner office poll showed that they do in fact taste like denture cream. Well, I'm no, I'm sorry, Melanie. You're just going to have to bring yours from home. Yeah. You, nope. You can take that up with management or my fist. No, you know what, Melanie? You know what? Nobody wants to hear that. Nobody wants to hear it. Save it for the Friday meeting. And you know what? While we're on it, if you could do us all a favor and stop with the perfume. Donald, Donald is asthmatic. And it makes you smell like a stripper. So there's two reasons to go ahead and lock that up. Now, we know, I know, Melanie, we all know that Larry left you. Thank you. We all got that uncomfortable fart of an email. But just calm down and take it up with management. Thank you. And uh, lastly, here we will be merging with Creative Communications at the end of the month, and half of you will be laid off. Enjoy the party, everyone. There's pizza and ladyfingers, and I think Sharon got a veggie platter. So eat up. And enjoy the party. I mean, who doesn't want to go to that office party? It sounded like a blast. Speaking of office parties, we're going to go to our Hawaiian barbecue. Woo! It's going to be nothing like that party. Uh Uh-uh. It's going to be everything like the... Never mind. (laughs) (laughs) The previously described office party. Never mind. So we're going to be getting a little audio from that. And uh, we'll play it on next week's show so you can hear some uh, some bits from uh, our Heritage Radio Network Hawaiian barbecue. Jen, it's been great, as usual. Oh, God, it's been a blast. And you know what? I'm halfway through a frozen gin and juice. I'm terrified for the rest of the afternoon. I am still holding strong on my raw vegan cleanse, which means I consume about six calories a day and a copious amount of alcohol. It's a blast. Did you hear that it's called Hawaiian barbecue? I heard that it's called Hawaiian open bar. That was the memo that I got. So (laughs) this is the morning after on heritageradionetwork.org. We'll see you next week. Woo! (laughs) 
Thanks for listening to this program on HeritageRadioNetwork.org. You can find all of our archived programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore Radio. You can email us questions at any time at info at HeritageRadioNetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a nonprofit organization. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening.